I don't innovate, somebody else will. Due to technical difficulties, all our exhibits are now closed. You are acting like we are engaged in some kind of mad science. And Zara here is going to take great care of you until I'm done working tonight, okay? Bigger, scarier, um, cooler, I believe is the word that you use in your memo. Any incidents? Yeah, six kids in the lost and found, uh, 28 down with heat stroke. All of this exists because of me. Just like taking a stroll through the woods 65 million years ago. Hello everyone and welcome to another segment of the Innovation Centre here on the Jurassic Park podcast. Today is a very exciting day, we've just had our first behind the scenes look at Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, so without any further ado I'm joined by some special guests to discuss all things to do with the behind the scenes featurette. Guys, would you like to feel free to introduce yourselves? I'm Bryson, otherwise known as Jurassic underscore world 2018 on Instagram. I'm Marian Bosch, uh, known for the Extinction Level radio play, and find, you can find me on BOS underscore ARJAN on Twitter. And I'm Jurassic Collectibles uh, of uh, youtube.com forward slash Jurassic Collectibles. So there you go guys, we've got a lot of awesome guests here to have a bit of a geek out over the new Jurassic World behind the scenes stuff. So I'm going to pass over to Bryson because Bryson we've been chatting beforehand and you've kind of jotted down all the little points that you think can make for some interesting discussion, haven't you? I did, yeah. So I just sent a picture in the chat it's sending now and uh, the first point of topic that I wanted to talk about was actually Lockwood Manor. Okay. So in, it's the first shot you see in the behind the scenes and... Uh, you hear the voiceover from Claire the first time, when is the first time you've seen a dinosaur? And I wanted to look on the location of Lockwood Manor, as you can see, it's like in a forested area. And we heard rumors that uh, that Lockwood lives in California because of license plates from uh, set photos. So is it possible that Lockwood is the owner of Biosyn and that's his, his little estate uh, in California in the hills and stuff? I, I guess it's possible, but I also wonder a little bit because it's uh, it's Masrani right now. Well, Masrani died, right? Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like uh, that's a different corporation. You have InGen and then Biosyn, so he's like the owner of Biosyn. Mm, mm. Yeah, Masrani was more like an investor, I guess. Not mm. so much the owner. Well, Masrani, yeah, Masrani was in charge of. He owned InGen. Um, and Bios, uh, Biosyn was owned by uh, Benjamin Lockwood. It's a different corporation. Mm. I ah Biosyn. Ah, you're right. Sorry. I was originally <laughs> going to save the fan questions we got until the end, but James, who's at Jhero Ronan on Twitter, actually asked us directly about this. Mm. Um, he was asking if basically we think Lockwood Estate will be involved with other companies such as Biosyn mm. with maybe Wu working for Lockwood. So what do you guys think about that? Do we think that this could finally be the return of Biosyn? Um, I, I... Go ahead, JC. Go. I was just going to say, I think, yeah, I, I think this ties back to the, the unused script with the the Swiss castle and, and the Grendel Corporation. Uh, yeah. I have a feeling that a lot of the story elements that were in that script are actually being recycled across the trilogy. And this is basically like that idea reused. 
Um, because it's, it's, I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but I think this is probably on the mainland. I don't think it's on site B, despite the fact it looks very forested. I think it's on the mainland and I think yeah. it's, it's another yeah. site where they are doing testing. Probably it really did get a Switzerland feel. Yeah, it. <laughs> it does. It definitely has that feel. And instantly I'm reminded of that script and the Grandel Corporation and the fact that they were building a, you know, a militarized dinosaur, which I imagine is what the Indoraptor is going to be. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm getting big feelings of callbacks to, the, to that unused script. So um, the Indoraptor could potentially be the equivalent of the Deinonychus in the sales script. I think in that script they were trained raptors. Were they not like a like a super raptor, like a, a military? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they had um, implants in them, didn't they, that controlled their thoughts and so, things like that. It was so quite we, like yeah. dystopian. It was yeah. very interesting. I, I think mm. we're just doing that more slowly. I think I think we're we're getting towards that um, maybe that eventuality more slowly. And I think maybe the Indo Raptor is the militarized dream of. Hoskins realised. Um, I mean, I hate to think that maybe Hoskins is still alive, but maybe he's got a robot arm now. Who knows? <laughs> you know, it's it's I, okay. I, I don't know. It might. It might end up going that far. I think. I think the militarised dino thing is still there underneath. I think there was an interview with Colin Trevorrow where he said that we're not going to see uh, militarised dinosaurs in this film, and he kind of made a point yeah. of it's not going to be in this film, but maybe the next one. Um, so I think maybe that's that's on the cards, but we'll have to wait and see. Just to reassure you guys, I have tweeted to Vincent D'Onofrio asking if Hoskins is still alive. <laughs> he thought it was a ridiculous idea and he's definitely dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's clear, so there you <laughs> It's an interesting bit in Jurassic World because I've just watched it for the third time, the first half, and I'm going through the second half, but I noticed that Hoskins talks about the dog the little the wolf dog or something that he took in and how his his wife came in with a knife and then it took a bite out of her arm or something took a chunk out yeah. of her arm just uh. interesting how she was wounded and not and not killed like is that supposed to be foreshadowing him is he supposed to be wounded and, and not killed it could potentially be actually yeah i don't know. i mean films are just everything in film is to do with foreshadowing generally yeah like there's always subtle hints at things that happen so yeah, yeah. you never know novelization he did die and it was the, right. it, it were two ra two raptors in the area that that's uh, came after them so it was the second raptor that came after the group right and the raptor that attacked hoskins was the one that stayed okay. for a little while did you ever notice but, in the the cut of jurassic world how they have the the helicopter where dr Wu's leaving and they already said that uh hoskins uh basically already died but they didn't show the scene where he died yet because right. why would they be leaving without him if, oh i if see they, uh, didn't know he died that's a really fair point actually yeah i Unless just noticed Hoskins that when I was, was just a means to an end and they weren't that bothered about abandoning him yeah because it seems just... as though these people are definitely people who um don't have any kind of regard for a moral compass or anything like that i actually mm. um I saw, oh, it was in one of the videos I was watching because I've kind of spent my afternoon since I got in watching different people's opinions on all the footage we've seen. And somebody made a point of mentioning we see John Hammond, who has the, like, bright-coloured cane and, um, yeah, 
Whereas Benjamin Lockwood's cane, when you look at it, is a much darker colour. So mm. there was kind of this whole suggestion that maybe his whole side of things and his organisation are a lot darker and a lot more in the shadows and a lot more morally conflicted in terms mm. of what they're doing. I think it all like ties it. back to that Grendel Corporation thing that this is going to be Biosyn or whoever it is. Is this yeah. sinister... You know, they they want to kind of, you know use these raptors their own names they don't really care about what happens and maybe this whole rescue thing is a lie i have i have this idea that maybe they start at the the manor they're given the brief to go and do what they need to do and then they have to go back to the manor because they work out actually everything they've done is a lie and it's a corruption and it's and they need to figure out what the actual real reason is so maybe like the whole rescue plot is actually a fabrication like the whole thing has been made so that they go away and do something on the island that they need them to do i don't yeah that's what i heard too i heard that the original plan was for them to take the dinosaurs and transport them to isla sorna but benjamin basically interferes with that and has them transported to his estate instead of isla sorna right see that would make perfect sense because in his house he seems to have stuffed dinosaurs so mm-hmm. I, like taxidermy dinosaurs. Exactly. And also one of the, um, on Internet Movie Database, they revealed the names of some of the characters in the films, the actors that are playing characters, and one of them was like Evil Dinosaur uh, Bidder or something. Yeah, they're mm. on IMDb There's definitely as well, yeah. A dinosaur oh wait, that's option. what that stands for. I've never yeah, heard that so said I'm without like, the abbreviation. <laughs> I wonder if like the dinosaurs are being treated as like, you know, like, um, taxidermy like poached things like oh you know this is one of a kind no one else will own this stuffed raptor in the world so therefore it's worth billions to collectors you know it's kind of like turning these assets into you know collectibles essentially yeah I don't, I don't know if that will come into it but I just kind of get the feeling with that whole museum where you've got you know taxidermy style dinosaurs that kind of moves nicely onto the second photo you sent to discuss, Bryson, which is the skeletons we have. And wasn't it, um, is this the protoceratops that everyone was saying looks like a triceratops, but it's not anatomy? Uh, I can't say the word. It's anatomy isn't correct. There we go. That's not, the way of phrasing not it. Not the middle one in the in the center, the the large ceratopsian skull. That's not a protoceratops. They do have no. a protoceratops in the back, but that ceratopsian, we're not sure what the species is. Okay. Because it's it doesn't look like a triceratops because the horns are too long and it has spikes on its frills. So yeah. it's it's kind of, maybe a hybrid, maybe a skeleton of a hybrid. So we do have a lot of, um, just moving on from the mansion into the interior shots we've got, we have who was originally being described as Lucy and I now believe is Maisie. What Mm -hmm. kind of role do you guys think she's going to be playing in the film? Because we do, she does eat up quite a bit of the start of the footage we saw and then to have her later on with Owen as well is quite interesting. Hmm. I I did like the set that she was playing on. Mm. That looked really cool. Mm. I I, I feel like Lucy or Maisie is the is the kind of the core of, of the of the whole story. I don't know why, but I feel like she is the the most important thing in the story. There's a a picture of Chris Pratt like holding her over the edge of a glass roof. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it looks like he's rescued her. And one of the things I said on Twitter was, 
uh, I think that maybe we're going to have a sort of an echo of Jurassic Park where they have to climb in through the roof down into the museum section where all the skeletons of the dinosaurs are stored which echoes the visitor center in, in Jurassic Park and um, it does look like Chris Pratt is sort of hanging on to her like you know like by one arm and I think she is probably the most important thing in the film whether she is Chris Pratt and Dice, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard's uh, daughter sorry Clara Owen's daughter and maybe she's used as leverage and they realize actually that she's at this house and actually the people who run this corporation are sinister they actually need to go back and rescue her or something like that um yeah and i mean like even could go further you could find out that she is some kind of genetic creation herself i don't know but i feel like <laughs> she is she is almost like the macguffin of the film um because it doesn't seem like she goes to the island uh, yeah from, i think we're going to see live dinosaurs in the in the in that in that place yeah, and I don't I don't know if she goes with them or not. We haven't hasn't been confirmed yet because we haven't seen her on the island. But it would be cool if she goes along. But I get the feeling that maybe she's the MacGuffin who they've they've got to save or they've got to rescue or you know she's the kind of like the core of the story. Yeah, right. I and maybe she's if... related to uh, Benjamin Lockwood and and Geraldine Chaplin's character. Maybe they're uh, she's their granddaughter or something. Right, and uh, that's why she's at the estate. Right. Yeah. You touched on exactly what I was about to say, Bryson, because I was thinking, um, with what you're saying, JC, I wonder if she is Lockwood's moral compass and Owen and Claire try and perhaps show him the effect that his and Wu's actions, presuming they're working together, have had on her so they can see it from a childlike perspective of how scary these creatures are and how scary what they're developing is. And maybe they try and use that to stop it from getting out of hand. Mm, maybe, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, interesting. Kind of like, look look what you've done to your own granddaughter type thing. Yeah. I like the T-Rex that she's got. She's got a little model T-Rex. It looks very accurate. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I think, was it you who tweeted out that you were hoping it's actually a Mattel prototype? Yeah, because it looks really yeah. good. It looks like yeah, a 3D print cool. of, uh, of the actual... Um, of the actual model, or, or kind of like a scaled-down Horizon Kit model. Yeah. It looks pretty accurate. It's kind of like the dream dinosaur figure that we all want, because we've got so many Jurassic Park figures that we've only got space for that kind of size T-Rex now. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's perfectly small and accurate, like a Papo <laughs> figure. <laughs> um, what do you think in terms of Maisie Arjun? Do you kind of think... What kind of role do you think she'll play? Yeah, I, th- I think that indeed that she will be the one that needs saving, and, and I'm not sure if it's a moral compass uh, type of yeah situation that she will be playing. But yeah, okay, I, don't, I really cool. don't. I don't really know. <laughs> she is kind of the big unknown for all of us at the moment. I do, I think, I do like. Isn't she? I do like not knowing. Yeah, so do I. I think there needs to be a good element of that, which leads yeah. us on to the next thing that has kind of annoyed me a bit and that's the fact that we seem to get a look at what is seemingly the Indoraptor in mm. this first clip in terms of the eyes and the skin I I like it it's black because it feels quite stealthy, it feels like you know, a nightmare monster essentially, but I also feel like we shouldn't be getting clips like this nearly this soon, so what do you guys kind of think about that? 
I was really surprised that they actually showed it in this behind the scenes. I didn't expect to see it at all because in Jurassic World, they didn't want to reveal the Indominus. But after it got leaked, that's when they just started showing it in all the trailers and the marketing. Mm -hmm. And I thought they were actually going to keep the Indoraptor a secret for the third act. But it tends they, uh, they're just going to show little glimpses of it uh, with the, the animatronic eye and the animatronic jaws and stuff, which I'm fine with as long as they just don't show the whole thing. But little glimpses like this is fine. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I just wonder how it all ties in in the movie with the dinosaur protection group and uh, going to Isla Nublar and uh, also the Indoraptor and the mansion. It, it, it's a lot of places and a lot of uh, stuff going on. Yeah. I really wonder what the story around it will all be. But I guess for that we'll still have to wait. Do you, in terms of, because I think last time we spoke you were saying how you wanted, um, if they were doing hybrids more, JC, you wanted it to feel kind of more like a natural progression, didn't you? So um, do you think uh, having the Indoraptor introduced makes sense now, kind of after they've done the Indominus? I, I think if they'd sown the seeds of... I know they kind of did, but if they'd sown the seeds of the idea of hybrids in Jurassic World, but you'd not seen one... And then we built up to this film, and then at the end of this film, we see our first hybrid. I think that might have worked more gracefully. Um, yeah. I was watching watching Jurassic World for the third time, and going back to this, but I was watching the first half, and, and actually the introduction of the Indominus Rex um, is really good up until I see it. And I see it quite quickly. It comes out of the paddock, and you see it full body pretty much straight away. And actually, some of the shots that are after it are leave you wanting more because you kind of see the teeth as as Owen's under the truck and stuff like that. And I, I kind of feel like if they'd played with that more through the film and maybe we'd not seen the Indominus Rex until the very end or not even seen a hybrid at all, it might have meant that this was more of a um, a cool thing to look forward to. I mean, I, I, I don't feel so much of a connection to the Indominus Rex in a way, because we haven't been shown so much, so much of the Indoraptor, I feel more of a connection to the Indoraptor because it's that whole thing of what you don't see is scarier and what you you want to know yeah. more about that. Whereas the Indominus Rex, we've seen so much of now, we've seen its whole body. Um, so I think you know there's something about that mystery that really, um, yeah, it's compelling. I think it's more compelling than the Indominus Rex, if I'm honest. I realised that in some ways I've kind of spoiled the mystery for myself. Because by going to Toy Fair, I'm probably going to inevitably see the Indoraptor, even though I don't want to actually know what it looks like before Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, I've probably just ruined that surprise for myself. <laughs> yeah, I think it's inevitable that we will see it. I mean, that's what every Jurassic Park fan will be clawing for up until the release of the film. And then yeah. probably in the trailers, as it gets closer, we'll see it full body in the trailer. It's inevitable, isn't it, really? The, yeah. Or in the TV spots, the 20,000 yeah. TV spots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. Which is why I'm avoiding anything to do with Star Wars post the last big trailer that happened. I've just avoided anything to do with it now. Um, mm. Because, uh, yeah, as it gets closer to the film, they get more desperate to to grab people's attention. And then they throw anything in the trailer and you're like, oh, God, no, don't spoil it. So um, I'm going to have to have a teaser embargo at some point, I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about you guys, whether you're going to stop watching them or not. I am actually considering it for the first time, mm -hmm. just because yeah. I feel like we've got so much already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I considered it from the start, but I just can't cannot not watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't not watch either, because I have my Instagram account I have to post about all the 
all of this stuff to get people excited, but I don't kind of, I'll watch it anyway. I, I won't be able to not watch it. <laughs> I yeah. think with, um, was it Sick Triceratops on Twitter said, I would have loved to have seen this after the trailer came out. That, yeah. That's a better <laughs> idea. Yeah, because this, this feels like it, it spoiled the trailer for us, because I feel like a lot of this stuff we're just going to see in the trailer. Yeah, and... absolutely. Yeah. 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 And quickly, I just wanted to go back to Maisie just very quickly because I was thinking yeah. about what we were saying and it kind of processed in my head after we were talking about it. You were saying that, you know, what if Lockwood has, has redirected the dinosaurs from Sauna to wherever, wherever he needs them to be? Right. What, what if Chris Pratt and um, Bryce Dallas Howard, sorry, Owen and Claire, they kidnap Maisie in a way that reflects the baby T-Rex in the Lost World? And takes oh, Maisie away from Lockwood to basically say, "You've taken our children. Now we're going to take your child." And then that's what convinced him to, to, you know, that's a bit severe, but <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think something like that. Like may, maybe they make out that Maisie isn't very nice at the beginning of the story, so actually kidnapping her feels a bit less harsh. But um, you know, you could have this whole story <laughs> that he's taken all these dinosaurs and they're like well we're going to take your granddaughter until you sort this out or something i don't know <laughs> yeah maybe I, I think i feel like Maisie's just there and they didn't expect like obviously the dinosaurs to escape so while Maisie's there uh chris pratt and owen figure or chris pratt and bryce uh they figure out that uh something has gone wrong and these dinosaurs aren't being transported to sorna but to this estate so they go there and figure out there's a kid there so they have to take care of the kid and make sure she doesn't get eaten while all these dinosaurs yeah. uh escape in my own head when i said it out loud i'm like this is crazy don't say this <laughs> i was just thinking of every every possibility that you know right and you never know where with Jurassic. Yeah, and I was kind of thinking it's like an echo of the T Rex, the baby T Rex from the Lost World, but in a sort of you know. I think I think Blue will be that be that callback. Yes. Too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of Jurassic World, we do pick up this film three years later, mm -hmm. and I loved the shot with the yes. destroyed Jurassic World gates and the monorail. That's, that's such a cool shot. I don't think would it would it be that overgrown already with. Vegetation uh, after three years? I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how an island works with with vegetation, but it feels like it's really it's in covered up. Costa Rica, isn't it? So I think yeah. they have a lot of rainstorms, and presumably, the more rain up plants get, the more they grow. This is me taking a rough stab at science with absolutely <laughs> no consideration for photosynthesis or anything like that. But I'm just well, going to assume that these plants are in a good position to grow. <laughs> Actually, yeah, if you have a storm, then they can over, over, uh, blow over, right? Yeah. 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 When I was in Kauai, we visited um, Allerton Gardens, which is where the Jurassic trees are, where Alan Grant finds the eggs in Jurassic Park. Oh, and cool. They said that the bamboo grows something ridiculous. I can't remember. It was like inches in a day. Because, mm. because essentially they're plants on steroids. They've got all the light that they need. They've got all the water that they need because it's very mountainous and the water runs down. It gushes down from the mountains. So essentially these are like plants on steroids. So it makes sense that in three years you actually could get, you know, a lot of growth on a tropical island. Yeah. Uh, the next image I sent was the, the helicopter shot in the dark and them flying over Main Street. And you know what this, this shot reminded me of? Mm. Uh, reminded me of the opening of the Jurassic Park novel with the the uh, the injured man yes. and the, the helicopter in the rain, but oh, yeah. I don't think that's 
that's what we're going to be seeing it. here. Because mm-hmm. uh, you see later on, uh, the character here, I think, is Rafe Spall. And you see him on Main Street with the vehicles and everything. And it looks like there's a hydraulic press on one of the vehicles. And uh, it, I assume they're going to be adding a dinosaur and they're chasing him. So uh, I thought it would have been uh, the opening of the Jurassic Park novel. But looking back, I don't, I don't think they're, they're going to be doing that. But maybe, maybe an homage with the, the shot and everything. Mm. Theoretically, though... It could be that um, Main Street's near the control room, isn't it, from what we know um, in terms of the layout of Jurassic World. So I wonder if possibly the mercenaries on the island have set up base near the control room and reactivated some of the electricity. Because in the um, picture that I keep saying to everyone, ah, it's the geothermal plant, even though it probably isn't, um, mm-hmm. we see it all the power's on. So I wonder if maybe they've reset some of the power at Lowry turned off, and then this opening scene could be one of the expeditions that's already on Nublar taking a guy back to get treatment, because I know one of the listings on IMDb is for a combat medic. Maybe this is the inciting incident, and they're just doing the the JP novel opening, which would I'd be okay with that because Jurassic World didn't have an inciting incident, so I really hope Fallen Kingdom does. Yeah, mm. Mm. I, I've noticed that I, I didn't even realize it was Main Street. You know, you've just pointed that out, and I was like, Yo, oh yeah, I just clicked on the image and saw the uh, uh, when what is that the pterosaur? Uh, yeah, uh, IMAX yeah. theater there in the I'm bottom not, right. And I'm not like, so oh. familiar with the um, with the landmark, but yeah, I can see what you mean. And the lights down in the left-hand bottom corner look very reminiscent of the Lost World temporary lights that they set up. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. you, can, you can just imagine caged dinosaurs below that and kind of like, you know, all in storage, you know, being ready to be sent off. I can kind of imagine yeah. this being like a staging area for them transporting the dinosaurs away. I can see something in the foreground as well. It looks like, is that fencing? It looks like fencing. I think that's, that's part... the Mosasaur paddock. Right, cool. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. I definitely, I, I, I love the idea of the idea of the um of the park being run down and dilapidated, and you know, it, it just yeah, it just makes me think of the Lost World. It's just a really exciting premise to go back to this rundown island. And, yeah, now we get two rundown parks. Yeah, exactly, and and, <laughs> and also the way the lights are all off as well. Like there's something really ominous, ominous. and creepy about yeah. a theme park that's abandoned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it makes uh, me think of they, Six Flags. Yeah, that's where they originally shot Jurassic World. Was in that abandoned Six Flags. Yeah, that's they used that. They used days. that for the Main Street set, didn't they? Yeah, that's yep. cool. Because cool. I've always wanted to do some urban exploration there. That is not me admitting to wanting to do a legal activity for anyone listening to the podcast. <laughs> Please ignore that. Um, with this photo, I do mm. kind of... The one question I have is, is this helicopter going to stay in the air? Because we now know from the run clip that the pterodons are still Ooh. on Isla Nublar. Right. Uh, I just zoomed in on the image, and you can actually see Chris Pratt in the helicopter. <laughs> If you zoom in, it's actually Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, because you can see his uniform and everything, and his uh, jacket. And so is, is that hmm. his backpack as well? Is that his little backpack? I th- yeah, I believe so. Yeah. It doesn't quite look right, does he? Is it like two people overlapped, or is it just me? I think there's probably more than one people person in that helicopter. It looks right. like it might be Bryce next to him. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to play the clip because I've got it in the background here. Right. 
I'm just going to find that particular shot. I wonder when this does take place. At. Do we know our pterodons? Oh, I had to really think about how I was saying that. Then <laughs> are they dinosaurs that have vision based on light? Because I'm thinking just conceptually, it's a dark coloured helicopter. They're flying in at night. Maybe they're mm. only able to fly night operations, so the pterodons don't attack them. Hmm. I don't know if they're. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't know if they're they're gonna attack the helicopter again, like in the original. Lost World uh, concept art because uh, we kind of got that in Jurassic World with them attacking the helicopter. Yeah. But we know pteranodons are in this film. I just I don't know if we'll see a big uh, scene with them uh, other than them flying away from the volcanoes. Yeah. Hmm. That is really interesting. Uh, the next the next picture I have is actually of them arriving to the island. Uh, that'd be Owen Claire. Uh, Zaya, which is actually Daniela Panita's character, right. Franklin, which is Justice Smith's character, and Ted Levine. We don't know his character's name yet. But, Dodson. Uh, Dodson, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you can assume they're followed by uh, a bunch of other mercenaries in these uh, these transport vehicle uh, army trucks. And uh, it looks like they're passing a, a dead ankylosaurus. So uh, somebody on uh, Instagram actually said, what if that ankylosaurus was the one the Indominus Rex killed uh, uh, with Zack and Gray watching? Uh, but I, I don't know if they would have dragged the ankylosaurus that far. It looks like it's in Gyrosphere Valley, but I don't know if it would have dragged it the whole way out there. Uh, I just thought that was interesting. It could have possibly been the one the Indominus killed. Mm. That's cool. And actually there's one there's like a vehicle with a cage on the back behind yeah, there, it. Yeah, that's further back. Um with the vehicles here, I find it interesting because they're obviously the larger variants of what we see in gen using in um Jurassic World. And I believe uh, the one we see in front is an MRAP, which is a mine-resistant armoured personnel vehicle. Mm. So, obviously, it's designed to withstand some serious beatings. Mm. So I think these guys are definitely going in to kind of... You know, they're not taking any chances this time. And that kind of leads on to something I've got written down as well, which is the fact that here with all the characters in the vehicle and also with Chris Pratt we see that none of the characters are using non-lethal countermeasures, which means that this rescue operation could potentially be fatal for some of the dinosaurs. We see Chris Pratt with a pistol at one point, with an assault rifle, and all of the mercenaries have also got fully automatic, I think they're Scar H assault rifles. So mm. clearly, mm. you know, there is a chance that we're going to see some dinosaurs unfortunately get killed on Nublar, even oh, yeah. before the volcano erupts. Mm. Very possible, very possible. And also, um, the, this is very Lost world -ian. I mean, the image is obviously oh, yeah. Lost World-inspired. But one of the things I was thinking is, you know, you've got the Jeff Goldblum scene where he's sat in the in the hearing or the court case. Um, mm. I wonder if, the, you know, I kind of imagine that coming early on. I wonder if uh, the government decides to destroy the life on that island and actually the rescue mission is instigated by Lockwood for his own interest secretly, but he kind of like proposes the idea as a rescue mission, like, you know, an ecological thing, like we should save these dinosaurs. 
and then that's kind of convinces Claire and Owen to go and save them, to go and save as many dinosaurs as they can. And that's maybe why they've got two factions. They've got the government trying to destroy them, and then you've got the the people trying to rescue them before they're destroyed. I don't know. But it just right, and Claire, makes sense. Claire actually is running at the Dinosaur Protection Group, uh, and that's where Franklin and Zaya, they're a part of that group, so right. I assume they, they, are, they get the backing from Lockwood to go down and, and get the dinosaurs out, thinking they're going to transfer them to Sorna, but they actually are going to take them to Lockwood's Manor. Yeah, absolutely. That, that seems like a plausible sort of twist, you know, that you're mm-hmm. kind of, you can see everyone's motives, you've got the goodies and the baddies. Uh, and then you've got this event that shakes it all up, the volcano. Neither of them saw that coming, so then they kind of have to team up like they did in The Lost World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, then, and people um, keep saying... Oh, yeah, go ahead, keep going. No, no, that's all I was going to say, really. Um, and, then, and, oh, then okay, we, okay. and then we just yeah. do what, yeah, what you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have been complaining about the volcano. Like, why would they build a theme park on an island uh, with a volcano? But you look at Hawaii, and Hawaii has a lot of inactive volcanoes yeah. on it, so... Nobody really knows when a volcano is going to explode, so exactly. they, didn't, they didn't know it was going to explode. And yeah. also what I... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, especially if, if it's got geothermal potential, then mm-hmm. it might have been, when they thought it was inactive, it might have actually been a plus rather than a negative. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I also wanted to point out uh, the twist that actually uh, was in the Entertainment Weekly article that uh, Owen and Claire actually didn't end up together at the end of Jurassic World. They're actually broken apart uh, at the start, and I assume they, they didn't get along very well. So coming back together is kind of like a bit uh, odd for them and kind of um, weird. Good. I think that's really good. Yeah, I think, I think it's... a progressive uh, character trait for that, both of them. That's the kind of thing that happens in the Jurassic Park Real franchise. life as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. it very much I, I always think of it as like, I, I call it the Alien 3 effect, when you basically you start Alien 3 and all of, most of the main characters have died. Sorry, spoilers if you haven't seen it. <laughs> but it's it's sort of like whoa, like up until that like the second movie I was really rooting for those characters and then suddenly they're all dead so it's kind of like you have to start afresh. And uh, I, I think, yeah, I think that's good. I don't think they should be this, you know, fuzzy, lovey couple all the way through the, the trilogy because it just doesn't seem realistic that they, you know, it seems that, you know, their romance was flared up because of the situation in Jurassic World. But really, were they suited for each other? I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's cool. That seems very sort of real world based and quite, and quite brutal in the way that the film is going to feel, like quite, quite uh, bleak. I think is the tone that I'm getting. The volcano oh, yeah. is almost yeah, a metaphor for the way you describe their relationship. Cause it yeah. like, is it Igneal's rock where pressure builds up and then it makes, um, magma and rock. So it's like their relationship was formed by pressure. And mm. after that was done, it just petered away again. Mm, interesting. Hmm, indeed. Uh, so the next picture I have is actually of this uh, laboratory getting uh, blown up. I believe this is actually Dr. Wu's new lab uh, underground uh, of Lockwood's Manor. I think Lockwood took him in uh, under his wing to make his own hybrids. I think uh, Benjamin was the, the main guy who wanted the militarized dinosaurs and hybrids and things. So I, it makes sense that the secure location was Benjamin Lockwood's estate and that Dr. Wu went there to continue his research and his hybridization of dinosaurs mm. yeah i think you're right so it looks like it's getting blown up i don't know how if Cla- nick Claire found and, owen yeah right if claire and owen <laughs> interfered and like uh 
put uh, some explosives there or whatever happened, but looks like it's not going to last. Yeah, yeah. He's not very lucky, is he? No. (laughs) I think that's going to be the third act. I think you're definitely going to have, you know, destroy it. Let's destroy, let's blow this place to hell. (laughs) Speaking of blown up, uh, picture after that shows Franklin, Claire, and Owen running away from the East Dock, which is, it looks like it's getting blown up, but that's actually just the behind the scenes of uh, the volcano erupting. They just have, have to put in the VFX for it. Ah, okay. That's actually the East Dock that they're they're going. Is uh, that confirmed? They're at. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Real Tours uh, posted a picture with the East Dock sign Great. where they were filming there. So Great. That, Great. we're okay. finally going to get to see the East Dock. Brilliant. <laughs> and it gets blown up, so we don't get to see it very long. I think um, going back to the picture beforehand just quickly, mm-hmm. I believe quite strongly and this is judged based off of Owen's line that everyone hates of him going this is going to be awesome I think cheesy, at the yeah. yeah I think that the guys are deliberately going to be activists a bit like Nick towards the end of the film so I think that they're going to be letting the dinosaurs out on Lockwood Manor to stop whatever he's up to mm. yeah I have to, I have to say that that this is awesome line sits a bit uneasy with me as well i think um yeah when i first saw that yeah. uh i i did not like that line i was like this is this feels very cheesy and i don't i don't think someone would say that seeing a t-rex i mean i mean they'd probably say it but just seeing how powerful and how deadly she is i don't know if, and then he goes really... up to her and like stares at her in her eye and, and then she wakes up i don't know what what's gonna happen in that scene yeah, that, it really depends on what will happen afterwards. It's what will be awesome. Yeah, the context <laughs> yeah. is unknown, so we don't know what... Yeah. I think the, my fear was that they kind of see the T-Rex as this old body who will, whenever they get into a bad situation, they just let it go, and it just, and it just like a dog, just goes and kills whatever is the nearest thing to it. But, like, we know that the T-Rex is actually more of a... You know, it's a wild animal. It'll do whatever it wants. And Exactly. If it's the first time they're seeing the T-Rex... And the context is they're just going through a truck and finding it. It should almost be like, oh, it's the T-Rex. Let's right. back up because that thing's deadly and it will eat us. Um, <laughs> but it might not even be that shot. It might be out of context. We're assuming that's the same yeah. shot. Right, yeah, it may be different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's kind of like the, the reaction of the audience rather than the reaction of the actors in the film. So it be, kind of becomes this sort of like breaking the fourth wall thing that Jurassic World did quite a lot as well. Yeah. Um, and that's why I think, it, for me, it sits a bit uneasy if it is a shot in the film where they just discovered... Too much record. like Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little. Yeah, a little. And and also, the, the I think in Jurassic World they do it quite a lot where they sort of reference Jurassic Park as if... I don't know, it's hard to describe, but they sort of semi-break the fourth wall quite a lot. Yeah, um, uh, and make references to it as if it's almost like a piece of pop culture rather than a an incident where loads of people died. Mm. But, I think, yeah, one of the best examples of the way you're trying to convey is probably when um, Lowry goes, "That first park was legit," because it feels like a sentence that's deliberately trying to go to the fans. Hey, I that got the first film eBay. was really good. Yeah. Right. There's, a, there's a few other bits as well. I'd, I'd have to go back and watch Jurassic World again. I'm, I'm halfway through it, but there's, there was something I spotted last night that I was trying to remember what it is. I, it's escaped me now, but it, it sort of broke the fourth wall a little bit. Um, I'll try and work out what it is as we're talking more, but I'm, yeah, I'll try and maybe it'll come back to me. 
All right. So moving on to the the picture with J.A. Bayona uh, talking to Geraldine Chaplin uh, with the it looks like a concavenator in the background that model or taxidermy dinosaur. We're not sure what those are yet. Um, but I thought this is really neat. That's why I think Geraldine is with Lockwood because she's in the uh, the manor also. So maybe she's uh, maybe uh, Maisie's the granddaughter to her possibly. And you can even see that little uh, monkey doll hanging in the uh, creature's, the dinosaur's mouth back there. So maybe Maisie put that up there. She's not really into dinosaurs as, as other Jurassic Park kids are. So she's just kind of like, yeah, they're here. Let me just set my toy up here and go on to do something else. See, I, I wondered if this is more like the end of, near the end of the film and, and they're actually coming in through the roof and her toy has got hitched on the two. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but you know if it dropped from a height but yeah probably like you say it's just something she's attached to the teeth <laughs> yeah it seems quite do fun. we do we think we're gonna see a spinosaur statue that gets smashed up again <laughs> no they really that. hate the spino <laughs> so I really, I liked the scene where the mercenary gets dragged away. It's, yeah. It feels really horrifying, and it feels right up Jay Bayona's alley. It's 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 got a flavor in there. Um, but yeah, I, I really like that. The dark, ominous shot, and then all, he just suddenly gets dragged away. It's, it's something I've wanted to see in a Jurassic Park film for a long time, just characters getting stuck in a claustrophobic uh like mansion like like exactly like this with uh creatures being loose and they don't know where they are so every corner you don't know what's what's going to happen people getting killed and is exactly what i wanted mm. yeah it really feels like it's not something for young kids this time no yeah. definitely it feels realistic like what would actually happen if dinosaurs were were loose it also feels very reminiscent of that joffrey shot where he gets pulled into the oh cage yes yeah and uh just gets dragged away and you do you you don't even see any trace of the raptor in that shot you just see him being whisked away um which i always liked Definitely. i think looking at this shot as well if you look at it it kind of looks like there's an emblem on the guy's shoulder um i can't make out what it is but I'm thinking there's like there's two possibilities here I could see. The obvious one is it's an InGen emblem, but mm. the other thing I'm thinking is it could potentially be a police badge. And if it's mm. one of those, then having kind of you know emergency services being aware of what's going on and trying to respond to it, that could be catastrophic because by trying to get into the scene to respond to it, which is presumably what would happen if this is on the mainland, mm. they could inadvertently let something out. Yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm just trying to work out if that guy that gets whisked away is the guy that you see in front of the um, Indoraptor's jaws later on. I don't think it is. Mm -hmm. no, He's got different, different clothing on. Different yeah. clothing, yeah, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Looking at it, I'm wondering if it might be the guy who carried over from Jurassic World, though. Is it... Oh, what's his name? Papa... Oh. Pa uh, yeah, Papa John something. Uh, it looks yeah, like... Name. It does look a bit like him. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, he is confirmed to return. Um, yeah, he I'm is. sure he's going to die. Yeah, I think he will. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the next picture we get to see... Uh, 
Zaya Rodriguez and Ted Levine, uh, both these new characters. And what do you think about uh, uh, Daniela's look for this film? She looks uh, really nerdy and almost like a, a dinosaur activist, like a like a PETA, but for dinosaurs, which is basically what her character is, uh, dinosaur protection group. So, what do you think about her look? Yeah, I think it looks. I think it's cool. I think it's. Uh... It's really it's trendy. Yeah, it's like cool nerd chic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me think of a grown-up Lex. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. which I like. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. Kun, I think if you look behind Ted Levine, yeah, uh-huh. that might be Bryce with the red hair. Yeah, it might. Yeah. Be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, um, I would think, because I think yeah. Ted's also in the Dinosaur Protection Group, so maybe she's just so, gathering everybody together. And also on the opposite side, you can see the circular entranceway where the yeah. where the baryonyx comes through. So this Oh, yes, you can. And you can see the pipes leading from the side. So mm-hmm. It um, looks... So maybe this hmm. is their base. and, and Yeah, the, um, the base. And they yeah. go back to their base, and then it's all falling apart, and then the... the uh, so they're so they they've made a base there, and and it's like the old gyrosphere station, let's say, and then they detect that well everything goes to pot because of the volcano going off, and then they're tracking so they can track dinosaurs that are nearby using their kit, and they track so this is cool. I mean, you're kind of getting an idea of where it's going with what what they're going to do once they get there. Right. Yeah, I yeah, can see. It's Justice Smith, isn't it? Um, who's playing Franklin? You can yeah. see so, yeah, his head behind Ted. Yeah, you can you see can, yeah. his head behind Ted as well. So, yeah. what that seems to confirm to me is later on we see Bryce and Justice, obviously, yeah. Yeah. but we don't see Daniela and Ted at all. So I'm wondering if perhaps they, they get trapped up. deeper in the facility because um, the way I've kind of been in my head, at least. Um, processing the scene we see with the baryonics is it stopping their escape? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it looks like yeah. they've got all their tracking equipment. I reckon so so he's going to be like the, the nerd who's tracking everything and he's got all the, the kit and is basically <laughs> but it seems absolutely Ooh. frightened of, of anything dinosaur related. Right. Actually if you look uh, where Bryce's head is she's actually looking down at Justice. Justice is on his laptop. That's right. Guys. What? I'm just cutting in very quickly yeah. to say our tweet about tonight's podcast got retweeted by Stan Winston School. Did it really? Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. That is awesome. Wow. I wonder what they thought of the trailer. I bet they liked yeah. it. Yeah. The animatronics, for sure. I'm sure they liked Um, But yeah, you can. the next picture is the, the shot of the tunnel, and that basically confirms it's the gyrosphere station because you can see the track on the ground, which would assume that's where that is a fair point i've not picked up on before actually um i don't know though because if you look at look at the cables around the sides they're very very worn and they look very old so i think it was i think it was a fred in jc where i was arguing that this could still be the geothermal plant and this could perhaps be some kind of cooling ventilation or something it could definitely be that too yeah 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 that makes sense I think um, people are assuming it's the it's the um, gyrosphere plant because of the, the circular uh, entrance. <laughs> yeah. It looks about the right size for a gyrosphere ball to roll through. So, mm. you know, that kind of makes sense as well. But, yeah, it could equally just as 
you know, equally be a, uh, a geothermal plant, old disused plant. It could even be a relic from the old park, which would be kind of cool. Yeah. Mm. Um, then, I will f- yeah. What's that? Go ahead. I think I was saying to you the other day as well, Bryson, I really like the idea of us seeing more of the old park. I would really like if we saw something that canonizes what we see in the Telltale game. Because I think um, the way the Telltale game portrays what Phase 2 for the park would have been is fantastic. It gives us a really visual idea of the kind of things that would have been a part of Jurassic Park had it not had its fateful error. Yeah, I definitely like the, the Telltale games, uh, different locations, and you get to see more of Nublar and stuff. Um, I mean, we do have some of the stuff that was in that game with the, the Mosasaur Underwater Observatory and things, but I don't know how much of that is canonized and how much is not, but yeah. I would love to see more of it canonized. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the next shot, we do get to see the Baryonyx. What do you, what do you guys think about its design? First, people didn't really like it because you couldn't really see what it was they looked they thought the, the snout looked too small but the it was just the angle of the shot it looked it made it look really really tiny but now you get to actually see it in full HD with it opening its mouth that uh, almost 90 degree angle and I, I like it it looks neat it doesn't look like what normal baryonyxes look like but then again these aren't supposed to be real dinosaurs they're genetically yeah, what, created so what yeah. what dinosaur in the franchise does yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, i think i think it's really really nice looking it, i don't i'm not that picky <laughs> yeah i agree I'm with glad you to see a, that... a real dinosaur how close is it to the jurassic world uh design it's quite think. different from what it's i remember it's got the color scheme it looks like with the blue i'll make a note and i'll pop you that's the right the blue time. is in the eye area isn't it mm-hmm. colin trevor so got... yeah. responded on that and he, he wrote that was a drawing this is the real dinosaur yeah, yeah. i saw that right right because in, um, in all the marketing material they actually fleshed it out as like a you know like one of their marketing cg assets it was actually a 3d model and you could see it fully fleshed mm-hmm. out couldn't you yeah so this is this is a this is a deviation from that or does it does it look similar i think it's similar in overall design but color scheme is a lot different okay i really like the light blue on the eye area is that actually on the eyeball no itself? it's in the 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 orbital socket like around the eyeball it looks really eye- cool yeah I, the eyes are yellow i just love the way you've got all that orange and then you've just got that sort of circular area of blue around the eye yeah. picked up and also there's a little bit of blue on one of the devices in the background it's just cool yeah um i'm gonna skip forward to something quickly before we sure. double back just because i'm quite wary time-wise and i want to get your opinion on this before you have to go jc mm-hmm. what did you think of the fact that from what we see of the footage in the jungle with blue we've seen the ford explorer that was teased in that poster for Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, it's cool. It's good to see something resembling what was in that original artwork. I think part of me uh, is hoping there are wild raptors out there, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I, I, I kind of, you know, Blue is cool and everything, but he's kind of like the friendly raptor. I want to see some... some I old, think the Ender raptors are going to be going to be kind of the raptors of this movie the end of raptors yeah and i think in a way uh the artwork that um steve engler did was um 
I don't know, it looked more like the old raptors and they were sort of making a nest in the old... And maybe that's what's happening. Maybe Blue's making a nest in uh, in the old car. I mean, maybe that's what it is. Um, but yeah. I, I like the way Blue yeah, sort of bounds down like a happy Labrador. It's obviously <laughs> going to be one of those moments in the <laughs> film where you're meant to jump and think it's a, a sinister dinosaur and actually it's going to be Blue being all sort of like, like a really happy dog. I think that's what's yeah. going to happen. You it reminds me of that. Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of the, the guys that... Uh... He befriended a lion, and then uh, he set it uh, free in the, the wild, and they, they uh, reconciled, and uh, he, the lion jumped on him, but it was actually give him a, giving him a hug instead of, like, attacking him. Yeah, yeah that's what I think like will that. happen, and, um, yeah. Um, I, so, yeah. yeah. We did actually, we had at GameVids for Life on Twitter mm. ask us, do we think that poster for Jurassic World was foreshadowing what's going to happen here? And actually, in that poster, you do see a lot of helicopters in the air, which we assumed obviously was InGen going back to Nublar to clean up after the original Jurassic Park incident. Could but it have been foreshadowing it. this the whole time? It's very possible. I Maybe it was inspiring these moments. Right. Maybe yeah. they didn't plan it for Jurassic World, but since they saw how many people liked that poster, they incorporated in this because they could yeah. get the nostalgia kick and also have that that poster be realized in uh, live action. Yeah. yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, back up to well, we finished the baryonics, but let's talk about Malcolm. What did we think of? Oh man, of Ian Malcolm's return. That's cool. Super. Yeah, really great. I think it's unfortunate if that's the only scene we'll get of him that yeah. we saw it kind of already, but we kind of knew he was going to be in the courtroom scene. But I, I think it's a it's a worthy fit for him. I can't wait to tell him how wrong, how, tell the people how wrong they are for continuing to do this and make the dinosaurs. I can't wait for him to tell them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I made I a think... tweet on Twitter that this is like the sanity check moment because I think a lot of people felt that Jurassic World sort of overstepped the mark in terms of what had happened before that and then and then to just carry on and rebuild the island is kind of like what wait have you did you yeah, really? see what happened in those last three movies yeah I mean, so for goblin to step in at this point and kind of go you know guys you're crazy um would 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 be nice because it would be kind of like a, i told you so moment and i think this is going to be the trigger of of why they have to go to the island there's going to be something happening here that is mm -hmm. triggered by uh this this meeting i i do think it's going to be like a government intervention or something yeah that's going Maybe. to be caused by this i yeah. think um i'm in two minds about it because the context it happens within if he's been summoned as a witness then it makes no sense that Alan Grant and Ellie Sattler wouldn't be there as well. But at the same time, I kind of feel like they've done the right thing by not overstuffing it with cameos. So right. I think the context in which they've brought him back does tread a very fine line in terms of how much sense it will actually make to just have Malcolm and nobody else. So we really do need to get a bit more context into kind of the court case that's mounting and whether he's gone there voluntarily or what's happened. Yeah. yeah, and I definitely think he'll be against going back to save the dinosaurs because in the original Jurassic Park, he said uh, nature selected them for extinction. So he's saying that yeah. uh, uh, just leave them on the island to die from the volcano of natural causes because nature 
wants to kill them yeah. off. Oh, and that's actually a very good point because then it's like, oh, we've noticed volcanic activity on the island. Should we go back and intervene? Maybe that's what this whole meeting is about. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's really that's really what I love about this this uh, this part of the movie, the volcanic eruption. Yeah. It could be that that is the reason why. And, and maybe when they get to the island, they think they've got more time than they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the eruption uh, comes erupts. a lot earlier than they thought. Yep. But yeah. this, this could be why the meeting is, is called with, with Dr. Malcolm, because he's been to the uh, both of the islands before. And, you know, they might be saying, you know, should we let nature take its course? I like the fact that you brought up the line about nature selecting them for extinction, because I wouldn't be surprised they use that exact same line in this meeting. I wouldn't either, yeah. yeah. I would I love think... it if they do. <laughs> yeah, it would be a really nice callback, yeah. Yeah, Colin I think, did um... say... Go ahead, Bryson. I uh, just said Colin did say that he's going to be using a lot of the uh, lines Michael Crichton wrote for uh, yeah. Malcolm in the book into this film. So we should I remember see seeing that, yeah. Out. I got really excited about that. In that clip, he actually uses that line, doesn't he? He says, like, I can't believe I'm here talking about dinosaurs again. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I kind of get the feeling he's... I mean, that tells you straight away what his manner's going to be like in this meeting and whether he's going to kind of come in quite sort of relaxed and jokey about it and then suddenly turn really grave and say, look, you've got to destroy these things. Or, yeah. or look, you've got to just let these things die because it, it's not right that they exist in the first place or something like that. You know, let nature take its course. This is Maybe he'll say something about its nature correcting itself. I don't know. But he's always been yeah. that sort of, you know, life will find a way, you know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But I, I feel like he's going to come in quite jokey. So it's actually going to be almost like a little bit of uh humor in there at the beginning and then maybe he'll turn grave definitely i think um where you touched on them not being prepared for the volcano to erupt as early as it does i actually agree with you because i mentioned in a chat i'm in that the shot of owen looking out across the valley you get in um the first TV spot that came out with his rucksack on, it looks like it's set moments before the eruption. So I theorise that they're just out there hiking, I think looking for blue, and then all of a sudden the eruption happens and it catches them off guard. Hence the scene of Owen yelling run and coming out of the fog with all the dinosaurs. I don't know how close those shots are next to each other because he looks all wistful off into the distance. I kind of get the feeling that's when he's arrived on the island. Yeah, and, and then the actual eruption shot that we see, I think, could come much later on in the story. I think we're made to make it we're, in the trailer context. We're made to think that he's looking up at the volcano, which he may well be, but I don't think that that's the point it will erupt because he looks very fresh-faced. He's got his backpack, he's all clean, ready to go. But then by the time he's running down the hill, it's completely different. He's he's got no backpack on. He looks a bit more disheveled. So I think, and yeah. I definitely think the volcanic eruptions the, going to be the climax of the movie because Colin said it's going to be um, really extreme and action-packed. So that would make sense with all the dinosaurs uh, trying to run from the the volcano, and then the lava, and with Franklin and Claire and the uh, gyrosphere station and the baryonyx, just a lot of chaos and them trying to escape. Um, I think that's going to be the the main part, and then the so last, the third act is going to be Lockwood Manor. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I can, I can. I was going to say I can kind of see them getting there, setting up base. Owen kind of going off to try and find Blue, and then um, yeah, and then something happens. Then I don't know, but yeah, yep. 
you can kind of see the the base working. I can see this. It's almost got a Star Warsy feel to it for some reason because they're setting up a base, a temporary base. It's got a sort of Empire Strikes Back feel about it. Echo base. That's what that's what <laughs> Colin described this movie as: the Empire Strike Back of yeah. Did he? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then Owen's like the Han Solo <laughs> going off and looking for Luke. Yep. <laughs> Um, so the next shot we get is of Benjamin Lockwood, the, the John Hammond of this film, but I mm. think he's going to be the, the novel version of Hammond in this movie. He looks yeah. all innocent in this shot, but he has some evil intentions, I think. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And I don't Maybe... know if that's Hammond's cane or if it's his own cane, but they have kind of like the same cane, or if that's actually just John Hammond's cane. Yeah. It, it looked a little bit different underneath the amber uh, cone. Yeah, it has like a metal to it instead of a With wood. this, we got um, the set photo. It's one of like two we've got, didn't we? Of the cane and what looked like loads of explosions going off around it. This was a long time ago now. Because yeah. um, I'm just thinking maybe that adds more context to the idea that some of the explosions we looked at earlier could actually be happening in a Lockwood Manor. Mm. And again... Perhaps his cane being on the floor symbolizes that Lockwood dies in the film. Oh, I'm sure he'll probably perish in the film. And what I'm more interested in is who he's talking to. So it looks like Geraldine Chaplin's the one wheelchairing him in with the black because that's what she's wearing when she's talking to uh, J.A. Bayona in that other shot. But I think he's he's probably talking to Claire here, getting this uh, this deal with them going back to rescue the dinosaurs. I think that's what he's he's discussing with her right now. Could it be Wu? Yeah, it could be. Or Wu, yeah, or Wu. It could be Wu. Yeah, it could be Wu. Yeah, never thought of that. He's got quite high, high high-waisted trousers on. Yeah, it could be Wu. I I noticed that he's wearing like um, a a bandana around his neck, like Alan Grant. And um, I made that connection. Yeah. And I wonder if he was like used to be a paleontologist or you know a paleoscientist or something, and that's why he's got all of these bones in his property. I don't know. Whether, yeah. whether he came from the more, you know, ecological and interest in the actual dinosaurs background, and that was the the part that he brought to the Jurassic Park project originally. I think I think what I heard was he was the one that figured out how to um, clone the dinosaurs and bring them back to life. So he was kind of the scientist behind everything, and right. John Hammond kind of took the credit for it as like the main inventor of everything. And he kind of got pushed to the wayside, so that way that may explain why he's a bit uh, upset and uh, has some other intentions because he kind of wanted the spotlight too. Hmm. Interesting. He's bitter. Yes, that's why he's doing the dinosaur auction and making hybrids. He wants to sell it off and uh, get some money for his creation. Interesting. Bitterness can drive interesting motivations. Indeed. Um, what's his end goal? Uh, That's the thing. What I want to know is what's his end goal? Where is he going with this building of a yeah. new dinosaur? I do want to know that. Can we skip forward quickly to the yeah. picture of... Is it Raph's spell in the yellow jacket? Because I've just noticed... So. I've noticed that if you look on that grey truck, oh. that's got the Jurassic World logo on the door. Which one? Where's look in the background, the truck is being held up ready to collapse. Oh, the thing. oh, it does. That has got the Jurassic World logo on the door. That's why I thought it was race spot um, coming down. That's why the hydraulic press is there. They're going to put a dinosaur in there. Um, 
I just I love this shot with it. That looks like oh, it's it's that I know what that that truck is. It's the Jurassic World um, uh, pickup truck. It's like the there's set photos of it. It's all dented and destroyed. So that's that explains yeah. where that came from. Mm. Yeah, he 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 looks pretty. Uh, he looks like he's up to some mischief here because he's got those uh, those tra- does look like trademark fingerless like- gloves. Yeah, uh, and the Nedry jacket looks like he's. He's going for the barbasol can, but probably not. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's like he's kind of. Dodgson, like... is that you? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That's really funny. Yeah, I didn't notice that the Jurassic World logo. Thanks for pointing that up, Tom. I was just picking through the photos and I picked up on it and was like, okay, that's cool. It's good yeah, to see rain as well. I thought. Oh, I know. Sure. Thank God. I was like, I wow, really missed rain. Rain. Yes. Mm. This is. <laughs> This is 90% of Jurassic Park. It's rain. It's actually <laughs> rain in there. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So back up to, oh, my favorite thing is the Carnotaurus. <laughs> we finally, finally get to see the Carnotaurus in the Jurassic franchise. I I love it. It looks it looks fantastic. And what we can we can also add in here is just the use of animatronics is back. What do you, what do you yes. think about that? Yes. So yeah. many animatronics. Yes. I'm so, I'm so, happy. I'm so excited. They spent their money. They spent yeah. their money well. Yeah. That billion dollars. It looks good. It looks <laughs> yeah, it really does. good. And, it looks and, small, but it may be a juvenile, but so it, it I looks really good. Yeah. I think they've gone for the Lost World novel Carnotaurus here. Mm-hmm. Um, With the color scheme and everything too, the orange and the red. And yeah. It looks like really it. cool. I love it. I love it. Um, yeah. No complaints there. I think it's going to be great to have more animatronics. The only thing I would say is that, um, do you remember how when the image of the T-Rex in the back of the truck leaked mm-hmm. and uh, everyone was like, oh, it looks awful. It doesn't look anything like the Tyrannosaurus They touched Rex. it up with CGI. They yeah, so they it touched it up with CGI. And uh, and everyone was like, it's a stand-in, it's a stand-in, it's going to be done with CGI over the top, and they have. But the thing is, mm-hmm. they're still using it for close-ups. Yes. And... Um, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I feel like in some, like there's like the far out shot looks great, looks like Lost World, looks like the T Rex, it's brilliant. Uh, the close up of the eye looks okay, and then there's like a mid shot where it's Owen looking at the eye, and you see more of the T Rex's head, and that's when it starts to look like that derpy Rex again. Yeah. And it's sort of like that mid shot yeah. is still in there, it's still in the film. And um, the eye in that shot doesn't look right. That's the one that's the animatronic that everyone was complaining about. So I don't know if that's still to get to be touched up. Maybe that's a shot that's still in progress. I mean, this is all still in progress. But oh, yeah. There's, we still, there's still the Derpy Rex in there in between the two <laughs> close-ups. And maybe in the film, in context, it won't, it won't be a problem. But I just noticed now. I was like, oh, there's the odd-looking Rex is still in there partially. <laughs> They're kind of like, yeah. they're probably, we're thinking like, what can we get away with? Can we get away with this? Okay, we could probably just get away with that. But for me, that that's that stood out. I could see it. Speaking yeah. of animatronics, I just sent a picture in the, the chat. It's the last one. Um, I just want to talk about, the, the T-Rex looks really good there in that shot. But uh, the dinosaur to the left of that, oh, yeah. is that, do you think that's the Baryonyx or is that, that the Sukumimus? That's got the blue by the eye. It's got mm-hmm. the blue by the eye. I don't know, because like, oh, the Sukumimus looks different from this one, unless there's a, uh, another species of Spinosaurus on the island, like the Sukumimus, but I don't know which which species it is. It's snout. It's the... really distinctive. That's something I picked up on. Hmm. I was just thinking that snout looks so strange. 
Yeah. Where's that? I'm just gonna have to bring up that. That one, one does look the like the thing a that makes. Yeah. It makes me really excited that they're going all out on the new dinosaurs as yeah, well. Dinosaurs. Oh, there's. Yeah. Believe me, you. You have yet to see what all is in the film. There's there's a lot more new dinosaurs. In the I film. thought that obviously we know we're getting a lot of new dinosaurs, but I thought well because we've never seen them before, they would just go with CGI for them. Like the way I conceptualized it when Colin said we'd get a lot more animatronics this time round was that they use animatronics on everything we've seen before to make them look as good as they do in Jurassic Park, but then everything else would be CGI. So the fact that they've fully invested in creating brand new molds for all of these new dinosaurs as well is incredible. They've really kind of used their budget to create the most, I think a word I used on the last podcast and that's really applicable here, it's a really visceral film that is focused on making everything feel as genuine and realistic as it can. Definitely. I'm looking, I'm comparing that uh, Entertainment Weekly shot, the baryonyx with the... To this one. To this one. And they, they do look quite different uh, yeah so especially... and then you have that did you see the uh that that tv spot with that uh that animal running next to the the gallimimus i'm gonna send that also yes, it, yes. it looks exactly like the, this animatronic so i don't know if this is a sucomimus or not it right. looks it looks different from the baryonyx yeah yeah it does i think it's another one i mean there may be whole other species that you said there's lots more that we're gonna right see, yeah we do so have a lot more yet to see cool. It's cool. Some fan favorites too, so that should be exciting. I'm so glad to see that they've got. It looks like a one fifth scale T Rex head here, mm-hmm. and it looks. I mean, it might, I might be wrong, but it looks like a Stan Winston sculpt that's been that's been slightly altered. Yeah, the teeth in the front um, look a bit weird there, but yeah, they it, did. Looks, it looks good. For Jurassic World, they altered some of Stan Winston's work, didn't they? Yeah, if I recall but correctly. this looks way more on model for some reason. They've gone yeah, it does than the, the old Rex. Yeah, it does. So that's that's reassuring. It's good to see that they're paying so much attention to the uh, to the Rex this time. Yeah, and I think um, you know it's not that they didn't pay attention to last time. I think it's just that maybe the aging went so far that some fans felt, or oh, this doesn't quite look like the T Rex I remember. Yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, her her design wasn't that wasn't that bad. You could tell it was all CGI though. And the the only part that distracted me was her eye because it yes, was glowing all the time. Say. If yeah. that wasn't as if it wasn't glowing, it would have looked a lot better, I think. But yeah, yeah, and it was also I think, rendered differently to the way that it was in the original film. In the original film, yep. it had a very much a sort of flat, diffuse look to the eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like now it has a lot of detail in them. Now it had a lot of detail. It had a glassy sort of refractive, look and that's how to all it. the Jurassic World like blue has the same thing with the eyes. It's just mostly the eyes with the CGI that looks a bit off. But yeah. other than that, it's the CGI is great. The detail looks amazing. Yeah. Um, this film looks like their CGI is up up on par better than Jurassic World. Yeah. I really like the fact that J.A. listened to... I, I think we all picked up on the whites of the eyes in the T-Rexes in, in shots that we saw of the T-Rex in marketing material, and we all kind of said, oh, hang on a minute, there's whites of the eyes, then you don't necessarily see those Definitely. Uh, in the other films. And um, J.A. was uh, kind of... He, he, he did make... I think he left a comment or said leave it with us or something. He left... He definitely recognised that there there was something there, and I was reassured to see that in the teaser trailer when you see the T Rex's eye, it is all yellow across you know across the whole of the eye. So actually, that was really cool to see. 
Yeah. Um, and that was reassuring. So what I thought was really neat is the um, the shot where uh, Claire and Franklin are actually underwater in the gyrosphere. Um, oh, yeah. So I assume after the sequence with the baryonics, they, they take a gyrosphere and, and try to uh, escape using that, but somehow they get off course and either land in like... Um, I think they probably land in the Mosasaur Lagoon, and there will be a sequence with the Mosasaurus um, in the gyrosphere or something else. I don't know if the Mosasaur would still be alive after three years and not having being fed. Um, mm. But I, I do like that they're having some underwater sequences in this film. I'm really excited for that. I thought that it was going to be... be a submarine, but it's it's the gyrosphere. I thought it was going to be the submarine that was going underwater. Mm. They could still have the submarine, but so far we have this gyrosphere scene, and I, I wasn't expecting that. Well, yeah. we do still have a submarine pilot on IMDb, don't that's we? That's true, so, that's true, yep. Um, so could they be rescued, maybe? Something uh, it looks that, like the, uh, you see Owen actually jump in after them. Yeah. Um, right, a right. shot after that, so I think he'll he'll jump in and help out there. You've kind of made me think about something that's broken my heart a little bit. What's that? What if we have a scene where they drop, and as they're drowning, we get a panning shot of it looking out across the lagoon, and you just see the Mosasaur lying at the bottom? That's could, actually... I, I don't know why, that. but that image in my head is making me cry. <laughs> I would like to see the decomposed body of the Mosasaur. I think that'd be that'd be really cool to see. That really? has actually made me cry. I don't know why, but I feel <laughs> like there's quite a bit of... Um, I feel like the Mosasaur has a lot of emotional value behind it because it's the first aquatic creature we've seen. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't. I hope we see some more, but so far I don't think we'll we'll be getting any new ones in this film, um, which is really unfortunate. I really wanted to see them explore some more marine creatures, and uh, but you never know. They might they might add in something else. Um, and yeah. and I assume after the stars we're seen in the ocean or in the, the the lagoon, they they somehow end up back on in, onto a beach because you see them Owen, Claire, and Franklin swimming, and they were they were all uh, wet and stuff um, from Real Tours's photo shoot. So they somehow managed to make it back to the mainland, mm. whether that be from the submarine or or other other ways. You know, when they're washed up on the shore, is that definitely the mainland? Do we know that's the mainland or? Yeah. It might be. It might still be. It could be uh, Isla Nublar. Okay. Actually, because they have beaches on there too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, um, part of me wondered if they get washed up on site B, but I don't. I think that's the stretch. <laughs> yeah, there was one one question on Twitter as well uh, to oh, yeah. us if if they thought if, if we were going to see more of the five deaths. Yeah. That was from, from Jurassic Allen. Jurassic Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to. I think we're. I don't think we'll see Sorna. I think we'll 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 have it name dropped, but I don't think we'll actually see Sorna. And as for the other five deaths, they may be mentioned in like the courtroom scene with Malcolm. He's like, you got all these surrounding islands. Just move these dinosaurs somewhere else, or leave them there to die. Just uh... yeah, it would be weird if they didn't. They weren't. They didn't call. They didn't mention Sorna at all. Yeah. I. I'm quite the opposite. I think that they're going to leave the five deaths out of it now because I think they've kind of given them to um, Frontier as their playing ground for evolution, which mm -hmm. is why we've got all of the five deaths in the game. I think they're kind of 
saying, hey, these aren't going to be in the film, so feel free to do what you want with them. Mm. And the one reason why we haven't seen Nublar yet is because Nublar is the focus of the film, so that's going to have some pre-existing structure on it. That's kind of my takeaway from it. Mm. Right. I, I hope I hope you're wrong in that, but <laughs> that's, that's just Yeah, I would too, because as a fan, <laughs> it would be really nice to actually see El Cinco Miotes return in the films. But... I mean, right. it could be that, you know, like we're suggesting, Site B is the is the planned place for the dinosaurs to be rehomed. Um, and and that we don't we don't see any more of the island than that. Like it's it's mentioned and it still yeah. recognizes existing. And maybe even Ian Malcolm at the beginning talks about Site B and and what's happening with that, so that we just get an update on what is actually the status of that island. Yeah. Um, you know, it might even be the case that the dinosaurs have long since died. We don't know. Um, I think and, in that in that oh yeah go ahead. No, I mean, and then and then that would mean that the only reason, the only island worth going to to save the dinosaurs would be Isla Nublar, you know? Like, something happened. Maybe they destroyed Site B. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Something funny I saw uh, some people bring up is, like, why are they, they going and, and saving all these dinosaurs and risking their lives when they could just remake their may remake the dinosaurs again? It's not like it's, it's that difficult to just remake them. <laughs> are they lost? Like, you know, they don't know where it is. <laughs> yeah what instead of actually saving these start on a new island yeah just yeah. restart yeah. <laughs> you've just summed up the plot of Jurassic World well, Evolution yeah, yeah or Jurassic World actually yeah I mean, it's, yeah. it's kind of like people were saying well the motivation is money and people would still go it's kind of like well why don't we do that again <laughs> uh, yeah. I do feel like it was kind of premature that people got uh, bored of dinosaurs within 10 years I was like 10 yeah. years huh. yeah that yeah, we won't get into that, but that's a plot point I have, I have <laughs> problems with too. I think that's wise. Yeah. Um, so the next picture we see is uh, actually of Toby Jones with he got some he's got some Donald Trump hair going on right there. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looks like he may be meeting his end here. I don't know if this is an, an elevator or if it's if they're cornered somewhere. It certainly or... looks like an elevator. Right. I, I think this is in Lockwood's Manor. It appears because I think he he may be like an auction an auction type guy. Or um, I don't think this is in the courtroom scene. I don't think anything would happen there. But um, it looks like these guys could be people trying to buy dinosaurs and they all escape and and Toby just gets stuck in uh, uh, in this corner and and dies. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely you've got it. You hit the nail on the head there. I'm interested to see if Toby is anywhere in that meeting at the beginning. We Maybe, yeah, yeah. Malcolm. I'm just looking to see if any of those match up. I don't think they do. Look for the Donald Trump hair. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> is he at the end? I can't see. Yes, Make Nublar great again. <laughs> yeah, right. Round table. <laughs> That'd be great if they got that. <laughs> oh, in. I would laugh if they got that. In. <laughs> No, I can't. I can't see any of the matching. I can't see any of the matching. But maybe I'm not looking closely enough. I'm looking for the other two now: the man and the lady who are also in there with him. There's a redhead and right. uh, this old gent. Oh, maybe the old gent is there, third in from the right. That could be him there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he. It could be. Yeah. Maybe they're doing something sinister at this meeting. There. Yeah. I think. The thing that has me excited is, did anyone see um, the villain he played in Sherlock? Yeah, I, I did. I think, I think just an, yeah, really yeah. good one. He that really plays kind a lot of, of sinister character 
who comes across as quite friendly, but is actually incredibly psychopathic and self-motivated. Yeah. I, I think, think he just a wants... character like that would fit in yeah. very well. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. If he wants to buy his own dinosaur, I'm sure, yeah, he's got some, some crazy in him. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so a few pictures down, you see Owen, He's uh, he has an assault rifle, he's shooting in what looks to be Maisie's room, like you pointed out, uh, JC, with the, the toys in the top left. And yeah. The Ew! Yeah, right? <laughs> so I do like the claustrophobia of this, uh, how they're stuck in this mansion with these these Indoraptors and they have to to use any means necessary to, to kill them. Yeah. But I, I don't think to... bullets shouldn't work on them, right? Because the Indominus, it didn't work on uh, its skin because it was so tough with the, the osteoderms yeah. and all the things. So I don't know why he's shooting at it and just trying yeah. to run away instead. I hate to add a recurring theme to our last podcast, JC. Yeah. But the wallpaper here is really giving me a Stranger Things vibe. Oh, yeah, yeah it does, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at it, actually, because I was looking at the birds that are on it. And obviously, that's a point back to the, you know, dinosaurs being birds. And yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a good That's a good point, yeah. Um. So, yeah. Uh, and also, I, I do feel that, you know, because it's the child's bedroom and... I do feel like we're upstairs now, probably, right? Yeah, we, in the, in it the looks mansion. like it. So, you know, this could be the the way that we're, we're going through the mansion at the end in order to get onto the roof. Maybe they're being pursued by the Indoraptor, who knows? And it's in the basement mm. and, cl- and gradually chasing them up the floors, you know? I could see that, yeah. I think there's more than one Indoraptor from what I heard, but I'm not sure if they're still on the, the multiple Indoraptors or just one. I'm very excited about the Indoraptor. I wasn't. Excited I am about too. The, I wasn't excited about the Indominus Rex. I didn't want any more hybrids, in. but this no. this seems interesting. Yeah, I like and that, this. And that's interesting because the Indominus Rex. I think because I saw so much of it in the trailers, and I knew it was a hybrid because of that leak. Whereas mm-hmm. this, the Indoraptor has more mystique to it, and we all know it's a hybrid. We all know it's like essentially a new Raptor, a bit like the Indominus yeah. Rex was really. But it's. I, I think the fact that we're not being told much about it is its strength at the moment, so I hope that continues. I agree with you, yeah. Um, so the scene, the picture after that is something that people are really questioning. Does this take place in the past or present with Baby Blue and Owen? Uh, because they look at his costume and they're like, that's that's his current costume in this film. Is he is he actually uh, with, is that, a vlog, is that Blue's baby? Or what is going on here? Maybe, maybe that costume is just uh, really old and Owen just put it on to maybe uh, get Blue to recognize him like I was wearing this costume the first time we Oh, I met. like that idea, so, Bryson. Yeah, so uh, it's me, Blue. It's it's uh, And he maybe has the feed uh, to feed Blue or whatever, but I think that's that's a neat idea. I think this is a flashback, uh, and I think this isn't a nursery, not the, the old visitor center. I think this is the, the Jurassic Park or the Jurassic World nursery, which we, we didn't get to see, but we know is on was in Jurassic World because they had it on the Jurassic World website. So yeah. I think it's a flashback. It does look quite run down, though, with the leaves all blown. It does, it does. And so you kind I'm not of think sure. If, it, if it's like a nursery like it was in Jurassic World, the cages were kind of a bit more sort of, you know, brand new looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you wonder if it is a flashback. Why yeah, it does make Why are their leaves blown into... It, and, and, yeah. not, and not swept away. It kind of makes well, sense. weren't the raptors? They were bred somewhere differently, like not in the main park. They were bred and like they had their the raptor uh, 
containment area there. So maybe they, they weren't with the other dinosaurs in the nursery. They had their own separate rundown section um, where they looked after them there. Yeah, it's got some them. toys in the background as well. Some yeah. Raptor toys yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't see why there would be raptor toys in there if this is on the island and he's found this baby. And so, I can't see how this would be a baby blue because who would blue have bred with on the island? There weren't any other raptors from what we know of. Um, and I heard this insane theory that she bred with the Indominus Rex somehow, but this looks exactly <laughs> like oh, blue. No. no, not at all like the Indominus Rex. So part of me says this isn't a flashback, though. Part of me says this is now, and mm-hmm. I, I yeah. wonder if owen somehow got a baby raptor off the island and has trained it himself on the mainland or something this is like his next generation of you know keeping his skills up (laughs) that would be a very bad move i think yeah yeah i just don't know it it, it, there's something about it if it's a flashback it's weird yeah it's like where is it if it's a flashback because we have never had a flashback in the jurassic series yeah and it's not so, the visitor center, is it? Because it's all no. Weird. It has the same mural as the visitor center, but I don't think it is the the visitor center. Like it has a similar mural to it. Yeah, similar. Yeah. I think if it is a flashback, it will need to be at the start. Like mm-hmm. um, I know a while back I spoke about how Jurassic World would have benefited from a prologue scene. Yeah. So I wonder if perhaps I I don't think I'm the only person who will have said that. So I wonder if that is something that they've considered adding into Fallen Kingdom to add more context to what's going on because i know um more history chris pratt in his interview said that this was the oh i think it was in mexico he said that the relationship between blue and owen is a very important part of this second film right right yeah so i think adding that's, history and that was to that that's what colin to said too yep he said yeah. that the relationship with animals is a, a main point that they they go on in this film so i think that's owen and blue blue's journey that they go on together where did he train Baby Blue? We're assuming that it was on the park, but how do we know where he was trained in his youth? Like, do we That's know... why I think it was like in this rundown section with the other raptors because they they didn't want to have them with the other the other animals because they weren't supposed to be a main attraction. They were just kind of this this side project with the uh, the military and trying to militarize them and train them like dogs. Project Ibris. Ibris. Yep. Could this be Site B? Possibly. Mm. And, um, and Owen finds this baby blue on site B. Possibly, but I don't know if it would be site B because there'd be dinosaurs everywhere, and I don't know if they'd why why Owen would just well. It's arguable that between Jurassic Park and Jurassic World, there's an equal chance that site B also went under renovation. Because right. um, where it's yeah. very possible, it, we don't know. Is what it happened. the Lydia game that says? there's something that says that sauna is what breeds the dinosaurs for jurassic world isn't there or am i just thinking i think i might just be thinking of the original i don't know if that's canon or not but i you know we know that some dinosaurs are being were bred on jurassic world but uh in the mike mike england heart poster you can actually see some dinosaurs being transported by helicopter to the island but i don't know how close to the film that is too. so the reason something. i say it's site b is because you've got those leaves blown in there so you've got to have yeah. some kind of reason why it's run down and it's not going to be un- unless it's like you know pre-jurassic world being built and he's just gone into the rundown part of isla nublar and found blue and that's what happened oh that could what be if possible. blue is the one dinosaur that they didn't create 
Yeah, yeah, or you, yeah, yeah, could, yeah, that could be right. Oh yeah. my god, you've just blown my mind. <laughs> like an that, off species. That would be well, something. I mean, they could have gone back unique. and found the embryo cryocan as well. For all we know, they could have gone back and found all this stuff before they built Jurassic World. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But um, yeah, I kind of then that kind of explains why it looks so run down. It's yeah. Either, it's either I I think it's more plausible that it's Isla Nublar before they built Jurassic World or while they were building it and he's ventured into the old park. Yeah. I mean, that would be a cool prologue to open the film on, actually. Movie. Like, I'm, um... Like, like 15, years, 15 years ago or something, and well, then you just Chris, see Chris, Chris Pratt venturing. Yeah. Or Owen Grady was brought in, I think, two years before Jurassic World takes place, if uh, right. what Vic Hoskins yeah. says. So. With what, yeah, with what Vic Hoskins says. It could be, yeah. like... Um, I, d- I wonder if maybe the if there is a prologue scene, if maybe we see like Owen leave the navy and we almost see his first day interacting with the raptors, mm, right? Mm. And maybe I, we see like blue. I take think it will a be main. I think it will mainly yeah mainly be blue that they focus on since they're yeah. he's returning specifically to save blue. That's the whole one of the ideas why he's going back is because he wants to save his raptor. He doesn't want yeah. her to die from a volcano. You kind of think, um, if there's a baby that he's found on Isla Nublar, and let's say we're going with that, and this is in the past, you'd think there wouldn't be a mother that far away, right? Right, yeah. yeah. That's so, why I think she was, this is that, uh, she was bred, and, and that's why she's she's in this uh, this little rundown nursery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna move on to the last photo, because yep. we've already touched on the Indoraptor quite a bit, I think. So, Bryson, isn't the theory here that this is the Suchomimus? Oh, yeah, the bottom one, yeah. Um, yeah. I believe so, the one running in the herd with the Gallimimus and things. It, it it looks like a Suchomimus based on that animatronic, because it, it looks really different uh, from the the uh, Baryonyx. Now, yeah. is it me or does it have downy fur starting about the middle of the head and going back over its body? I see what you mean. It does look like this. It almost looks like the way the raptors were done in Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, it may have those uh, the quills and the uh, picno fibers. Yeah, because it just looks a bit like it suddenly changes yeah. texture and it seems to kind of have almost like a velvetiness to it. Mm-hmm. Although... I think I think it was you I said this to Bryson. I I believe that the CGI in this clip is not complete. Oh yes. Oh absolutely. definitely not. We're still it, the animation looks terrible and I'm going to yeah. be <laughs> it definitely needs work. I don't think they they that's not finished, yeah. That's not finished at all. Cuz it doesn't look like it has the right amount of weight when it bangs into the dinosaur next to it. No. Yeah, it kind of like wobbles. It just kind of bounces everywhere. off. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's sped up or what, but it definitely doesn't feel right. So it's got to be a work in progress and the rendering definitely. doesn't even look finalized as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Oh, I um um oh, I just wanted to touch on the Indoraptor really quick. Um you see how it has uh the scarring and the skin ripped off uh yes. from certain parts of it. I wonder if um it survived that explosion that happened in the lab, and, and that's oh. how it escapes. That's why that is a very good idea. Because we do off. see the Indominus survive an explosion uh, from yeah. the AT4, don't we? That gets shot at it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm just looking at that. Yeah. yeah right. so, and I thought that I thought that guy getting eaten was producer Frank Marshall, but I don't think it is. So it did I. Like <laughs> <laughs> it looks just like him. Maybe it is. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Because yeah. it's behind the scenes, so it could possibly just be him. Right. Um. I am but quite yeah. conscious time-wise, because obviously I know we've already run over compared to what 
Boom. I've just. Oh. Hold me one second, guys. That's okay. I noticed that they've done Doesn't... with the Indoraptor. They've stuck the teeth on the outside of the jaw, like they did with the CGI T Rex that would look yeah. really yeah. bad. It's almost like they're validating that bad CGI steelbook cover. Definitely. <laughs> I did just manage to somehow disconnect my headphones without touching them. Mm, well um, That's a skill. Yeah, magic trick right here. You saw it here first on JP Podcast. I am actually a magician. <laughs> um, I wanted to touch on a couple of the questions we had quickly from Twitter, one of which was from at Jurassic Nubler, and they said, do you think the film will end on a cliffhanger? I have seen some people discuss the idea that maybe the Indoraptor escaping is the cliffhanger and we don't actually see much of the Indoraptor, so... What do you guys think of that theory? Well, I think we'll definitely see the Indoraptor because that's the main point of the, the third act. Um, but as for a cliffhanger, um, I'm not sure if they... I mean, I could I could definitely see it ending on a cliffhanger after the, the Indoraptor escapes and, and wrecks havoc and then they, uh, they escape from Lockwood Manor and then it ends there and we don't know what happens after that until Jurassic World 3. Um, and see, I have no idea where that would will pick up on... Um, but it's, it's, it's interesting to think about. I think Jurassic yeah. World 3 might pick up with um, the dinosaurs slowly making their way in, on the mainland and in, in forested areas and like different areas of the world like that, possibly. Mm. It's yeah. definitely possible, but I really hope not. I don't like yeah. too much having those open, really open endings. I... Well, well. And I think, the... I think with, a, with a sequel, there's always that temptation to do that. Yeah. yeah, because it's in the especially middle. Especially if you're already, terminate yeah, Genesis. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's Empire Strikes Back as well. You know, you kind of think, oh, well, actually, maybe, maybe they should leave it open at the end. <laughs> I think touching on Terminator Gen- Genesis, actually, I really hope we don't get an ending like that because the have you guys seen Terminator Genesis? Yeah, but I'm yeah. trying to remember what happened. I forget the, end. the ending, yeah. The yeah. after credit scene basically unwrites the entire film because hey. it shows you um oh, what's the name? It shows you Skynet as mm-hmm. still being active even though at the end of the film they destroy it and they're going <laughs> through the rubble and then literally in the after credit scene Skynet oh. is still there inside the rubble. A mess. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So um I hope if I want closure, I think the way they entered Jurassic World, some people would say it's corny, mm. but I can't, I really liked it. I thought seeing kind of like people getting treatment, waiting in this big shelter zone where uh-huh. there's a lot of people who have got injuries and things was kind of, it almost felt like um, the aftermath of a real world disaster. Right. And I yeah, definitely think little, we'll little see. Open ended. Yeah, I think we'll see some of those survivors during the courtroom scene giving their uh, yeah. opinions on the dinosaurs and giving reasons as to not to save them because they cause so much destruction and death. Well, we do have an IMDb listing for a park visitor. Yep, I think so, they'll be in that scene. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to see some proof of what this new trilogy is about. So, yeah, I think Jurassic World kick-started it and kind of did like a... We're sorry for Jurassic Park 3, in a way, even though I like Jurassic Park 3. Mm-hmm. They kind of did a sort of like a rebooting, a bit like The Force Awakens. They did a lot of nostalgia, yeah. and they got the franchise going again. So now we've got past that part. You've got the audience back. So now, part two, I wanted to explain where we're going with this, so mm-hmm. that by the time we get to part three, 
we kind of feel like, right, let's get into it. Now it's, you know, the, the what we set out to do in part two, or it's the, the culmination of what happened in part two. What I don't want to feel at the end of this second film is, okay, so we just ran away from dinosaurs and a volcano, but we're still, we're no nearer kind of like a trilogy story. We're just actually doing the same thing as we did in Jurassic World, but just yeah. in a slightly different tone. Um, yeah. So I really hope, I hope there's, there's more of a story that's building rather than, you know, because if we're building up to another foe Indominus Rex at the end of this one, where are we going with this? Like, why are we introducing Why does it dinosaur? keep happening? Yeah, yeah. Like, what, what, you're just going to do that for every movie in this trilogy and then it's kind of like, well... Like, we're just doing Jurassic Park 3 over and over again. We're introducing a Spinosaurus each time. So, it's, yeah. you know, you kind of want some feeling of, right, this is the progression of the story. This is the arc of the three films. And I hope we get that yeah. by the end of the second film. That's my hope. Right. I think what I'm going to do is I'm conscious that we do have a lot of Instagram questions, Bryson, but we I don't do, think yeah. we're going to get time for them, unfortunately. Yeah. So I'm probably going to touch on the last Twitter question we've got and then bring it to a close. I'll just double-check if there's any others. But um, the last one we had was from uh, Caleb Burnett, and I'm not sure if any of you guys talked to Caleb, but he always comments on stuff, and I've interacted yeah, with, him, with him a bit. And he, yeah, yeah, he seems really good. He's always really active in the community. Yeah, so yeah, shout out great. for you, Caleb. Yeah. Keep, keep being awesome, man. Um, and he basically asked for our thoughts on the marketing so far. So, oh, my God. Fan. Yeah. Yes. Well, <laughs> this is a well, bit of a one to end on. A slow start at the beginning. We saw that first, the picture. We waited six months with nothing. Now we're getting everything. I think... Now, this week has been great with the marketing. I've, I've loved the build-up and the hype and, and all this. I, I wish they would have done like little, little set teases and like more photos during that six-month intermission. Um, and I think after this, this trailer comes out, they, they're going to slow down a bit. I think they'll, they'll um, have one of the websites we go live. Yeah, and then we'll, we'll have another trickle of, of, uh, of waiting time after this trailer. Yeah, I hope. I, I actually hope so because I I'm, I don't mind the silence, <laughs> as, as Colin as Colin put it. And now we get a lot to see, and I I I hope not to see too much. I don't want to get too excited and then run into a movie that is disappointing. But, well, I think it's important I, to have surprises, and it's important to yeah, have time exactly. to process what we get. Yeah, yeah. I think as well. I'm I'm seeing a lot of spectacle, and. Um, Spectacle is great, but in terms of if you see a trailer that's just all spectacle, you're left a little bit cold because you don't know what the direction of the story is. Uh, so yeah. what I'd like to see with the marketing is more development of where is this story? What is the, what is the what is the the problem here? What are they trying to solve? What, you know, okay, they're running away from a volcano. That's like you know 2012 or something. You know, it's, it feels like those sort of films. What is the actual story that you're selling me? And maybe show a few of the subtler scenes where you can actually get a feel for the acting, similar to when Claire meets Owen at his um, shack. Um, you know, so you get a feel for what the film is going to be like. Because I think right now the marketing is very spectacle focused. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's big explosions, it's dinosaurs, it's, you know, it's a lot. A lot of You're wise. seeing a lot of that stuff. But actually, if you focused on a quiet moment and didn't show very much of a dinosaur, in some ways that's more potent than, than showing us all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I think that's quite a nice note to kind of draw things to a close on, guys. Um, does anyone have any final contributions they'd like to make? I thought this was great. Are we are we going to come back uh, tomorrow for the uh, trailer analysis? Um, <laughs> well, um, scheduling is my right. answer to that. <laughs> um yeah, so I'm sorry, I would, it's, it's, it's going to be middle of the night here, right? It's it will be really late. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to see it until Friday. Cause right, I'm not going to see it until Friday. At the moment, Friday, I'm in so panic I'll mode be free as all it is day. with work. I could do okay. a pre trailer chat if you guys want to do that. Um, uh, because I'll be waiting up for it, essentially. So um, I'll, be <laughs> the, I'll be there with a cup of coffee uh, waiting. I could so. phone in sick on Friday, although now I've just said that on the podcast, no, I can't, can't because my that. boss knows I do this. So. <laughs> no. Well, come on. Hmm. Well, you could be tired the next day. and just, and just Yeah, today. yeah. Jurassic World is a good enough excuse. That is a very fair point, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to, then I could do a chat, because I'll be waiting up for it anyway, and there won't be, I imagine there won't be anything happening unless another teaser comes out just prior. Right. If not, if I can't make it, Feel free to organise to record your thoughts without me anyway, guys, because I'm sure Brad would absolutely love to have more people contribute into the podcast anyway, so you're all more than welcome to do that. Okay, definitely. Cool. Cool. Well, I just wanted to thank you, Tom, for having me on this podcast tonight. This is this is really fun. I think we touched on uh, everything I wanted to, to talk about, and we, we really went in-depth on this, on this film and this behind-the-scenes. I think we did a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. I'd like to thank you guys for coming on to the Innovation Centre and making it a lot of fun to actually have more people to talk to because a lot of what I really want to push with this new segment is giving people a platform to come and talk about things on. So it's nice to have a group of fans within the community who are more than happy to come and do that and just come and have a chat, support the podcast and really get involved with chatting about things. So thank you guys. I really appreciate your time tonight. Anytime, yeah. Just let me know if you want me to come back and uh, if you ever need me to post something on my Instagram regarding the the podcast or or anything about it, just let me know and I can do that in a flash. Cool. That has actually given me one last thing I want to touch on, which is, guys, would you like to just remind people where they can get in touch with you on social media platforms to join in the conversation? Uh, Sure, I guess we'll start with me. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Jurassic underscore world 2018 or on Twitter under the same Twitter handle or uh, at uh, BryceNader100 is, is what the Twitter handle actually is. Yeah, and you can follow me, Arjan Bos, on Twitter as well, at uh, B-O-S underscore A-R-J-A-N or my Extinction Level account also on Twitter. Uh, that's at Extinction L-V-L-J-P. Cool. And you can find me on YouTube forward slash Jurassic Collectibles and uh, on Twitter as at Jurassic Collect and uh, on Facebook as facebook.com forward slash Jurassic Collectibles Perfect, thank you for that guys, anyone listening you'll already know where to find me which will most likely be sharing lots of Jurassic World Lego photography with plenty of hashtags Um, I think that is everything from us tonight, thanks for listening to this segment of the Innovation Centre guys and hopefully we'll be able to bring you more as soon as the video, uh, the trailer comes out
Make sure to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Anybody hear that? Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.